Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Federation podcast brothers and sisters we are here once again to give you the mostest from the hostesses and that is myself Mr. Sean Yosebura Harris and Aaron Kosker no 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 not just Aaron Kosker it's so drunk just just cool your shit okay his third (laughs) just cool your shit brother it's not just Aaron Kosker. It's all about the boom! Aaron Kosker, baby! It's Aaron Kosker, ladies and gentlemen. the fuck is wrong with you? Aaron Kosker, baby! And here we are, episode 25 of Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast, Near Wild Hardcore Heaven. And once again, you can check us out on the socials, Instagram and TikTok at treehillwf.podcast and all the streaming services you can listen in on, including... Oh my God, Spotify. Pardon? What the fuck? Go away. Deezer. Pardon? Google Podcast. What? Apple Podcast. Pardon? iHeartRadio. Cascasay. You're distracting me right now. <laughs> no longer Stitcher. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He distracted me from the rest, so fuck it. If, <laughs> if you search us on your favorite podcast site, you will find us. We are Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast, and we are the only podcast in the entire world that amalgamates One Tree Hill in the wonderful world of professional wrestling, more specifically the WWF's Attitude Era circa 1996, 7, 8, and 9. Yeah, dude. That's what we do here on the Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast, and we are in Season 2 of One Tree Hill, episode three, originally airing on October 5th, 2004, Near Wild Heaven. Now, with the season finale of season one and the season premiere of season two, I had high hopes for season two, but unfortunately, as funny as sun moments are for this season, feeling like it's gonna fall a bit flat. Compared to season one. Well, I've also warned you about that. Yes, you have. And so far, like the first episode was fucking banana. But. Banana. Banana. For all those. Singular banana. For all those wrestling fans out there who know exactly what I'm talking about. Circa Pat Patterson. The original Intercontinental Champion. But now we're episode three in. And episode two? Mm, Not as high marks as we've previously gone through in season one. And episode three, same deal. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And there's going to be a TikTok about this. (laughs) Yeah, there is. Sean, the entire, well, 
a lot of the episode laughing his ass off at certain parts he's like oh that's great that's so funny haha <laughs> pause because he needs a laugh break end of the episode eh. yeah but eh. that's the thing the the entire episode grade is not just how many laughs i get that's not the criteria here okay we're talking storyline we're talking fucking acting the directing the cinematography the ideas and the oh stories for the episode not just the comedy if it was straight up the comedy yeah this would probably get a higher mark but overall the character development and all the psychology of what's going on here mm-hmm. lacks as opposed to season one and you said so yourself season two is not exactly your favorite season no but the first three episodes of the season are the best are the best so it's all downhill from here basically that's unfortunate because wrestling it's all uphill from here like Uh, we've already know your role and shut your mouth uh, you rudy poo candy ass okay we've already endured the worst possible shit that we have had to endure it is all uphill from here Believe me, it's all uphill from here. Once you pass WrestleMania 13, oh, and you'll get episodes here and there that aren't that great, for sure. But overall, the product, especially by 98, holy shit, dude. Woo! Unbelievable. Just you wait, dude. Just you fucking wait. Get over your shit. It's going to be hard to convince me at this point. Okay. One Tree Hill. (laughs) We'll get to Bret Hart later, dude. And lucky for you, barely any Bret Hart on this episode of Monday Night Raw. The fucking. He had one promo and an entrance in fucking Cape Town, South Africa, and that's it. That's it, dude. (sighs) The amount of Owen and Bulldog we got on this episode. Yeah. You will give high marks. I'm conflicted. Okay. One Tree Hill first. Conflict. But we also have conflict on fucking One Tree Hill because... Hey, pause. I need a drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> the gin and tonic is the chronic here. It's an atypique. How's the atypique gin and tonic, <gasps> brother? <laughs> oh, no, no, I gotta that. No. Oh. oh, that bad, dude. Oh, my fucking God. Oh. <sighs> Gin and Tonic is not the fucking chronic here on Trio Wrestling Federation Podcast, dude. You get yourself something better to drink than that bullshit. Oh, my God. Barks Rupert for the win. Dude, a tipique? You might as well throw the fucking gin and tonic in the fucking garbage because that is pure fucking trash. That is Flash Funk's entrance right there. That is garbage, dude, and way too long. You okay, bro? Gave me flashbacks to my 19th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I have an unfortunate relationship and a history with fucking uh, uh, White Bacardi because uh, I had some times with White Bacardi and they weren't so nice to me. (laughs) That was so rude. That was terrible, man. That's awful. What a waste of $3. Mojitos. What a waste of $3, dude. Mojitos. Yep. Yep. It was two fifty for that. Whatever. Two forty nine. Still a waste of two forty nine. Speaking of conflict, 
I feel that there's a bit of conflict here because Tim is planning this bachelor party for fucking Nathan because, hey, we didn't get a fucking bachelor party because they just up and fucking got married married. (laughs) and away we go. But Tim, being the dim fuck that he is, obviously needs a bachelorette, a bachelor party. I love how Lucas kept calling him dim. Hey, dim. What's up, Dim? Well, no, he was just like, "What's up with Dim?" To What's Nathan? up with Dim, dude? There's, yeah, there's a funny <laughs> scene, and I'll I'll bring it up. But I was just like, "Yes, <laughs> this is great." Yeah, Tim. so obviously he needs strippers for this fucking bachelor party, apparently. And how stoked would Haley be on strippers oh, for this fuck. fucking bachelor she, well, party? He wasn't stoked about porn. Yeah, dude, like literally, like, like virtual, virtual fucking women. Now we got real. Screen. Now we got real fucking hot fl- ass strippers in the fucking flesh, dude. Oh. Yeah. Well, and Tim's brother is getting the stripper. Isn't he the drug dealer? Yeah, apparently he's a drug dealer. Yeah, but we've yeah. never met him. But we've never no, met we've him. Never met him. But he is the one that gave Tim the drugs. Dude, to give he had to the Nathan. fucking roids, dude. Yeah. Nathan was on the gas because of fucking Tim's brother. Fucking Tim's brother. Don't Dude, trust him. He's a piece Tim's of brother. shit. He's such a fucking heel, yet we haven't even met him yet. No. Did we ever meet him? No. We don't even meet Tim's brother. No. Holy shit. So he's just a fucking phantom heel with steroids and strippers, dude. Yeah. Wow. A heel from Nugs beyond. Nugs and drugs. <laughs> Nugs and drugs, brother. <laughs> so Lucas goes and visits dan oh man the cliffhanger from last episode being oh my god he's actually visiting dan how is this gonna go down oh dan apologizes to lucas and says that he also owes an apology to karen what in the absolute fuck is going on in season two man are we gonna get this ridiculous like fucking retribution face arc from fucking dan because i ain't having it he's a fucking heel he's a full-blown 100 percent disgusting vince mcmahon heel and there's no fucking way he has some redemption face arc i'm not about that shit dude fuck (laughs) that any one tree hill lover that's seen the whole series through and through knows how much of a piece of shit dan scott is knows what's coming I don't know what's coming. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Are you jealous of me because I don't know what happens and you can put yourself back in that mindset of not knowing what happens and being surprised at everything that happens? Wow, that was a lot of happening. (laughs) It's a happening, dude. The thing is, my MS brain is like, do-do-do-do-do. Oh, we watched this a million times? (laughs) Fuck this. We have no short-term memory and we forget everything. But you know what, though? Like, I fucking am so jealous of you because you get to experience the Attitude Era for the first time. When I w- experienced the Attitude for the fir- uh, Attitude Era for the first time, fuck, I was fucking nine years old, dude. So I, did, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I wasn't even going through puberty yet. I wasn't even understanding what I was seeing with fucking Sunny and Golden Titties and Sable on the screen. I had no fucking clue. And I grew up a little bit. And Trish Stratus came on my screen. And then I hit puberty, dude. Wow. Yeah. The thing is, is I've never been a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call myself really a wrestling fan. Not yet. Now. Not yet. Like... I watch it for the podcast, but that doesn't mean I actually like really am into it. 
it is what it is. The thing is, when I started watching One Tree Hill, I was already into the OC and Gossip Girl kind of shit, right? Like, I was already kind of doing that. Into the fucking teenage bullshit dramas. (sighs) Friends and, you know. Friends is good, though. Not like the OC or Gossip Girl. OC and Gossip Girl are good in their own rights. Good as in pure trash. But... (laughs) One Tree Hill takes the cake. And after a season and a bit. Not in the pure trash part. <laughs> but after a season and a bit, I can I can agree that it is a good show. Even our buddy showed up earlier and was like, oh, I listened to the podcast and I watched one episode and it just like, no, I can't do it. And we we're like, no, dude. You like, got to watch the season, Watch dude. it. Like, yeah. Watch it going forward. The you- first episode is just... That's just precursor. That's like laying (laughs) groundwork. That's all it's doing. Like just you can't explain everything in one episode. Yeah, definitely not. Character development. Yeah, like his best bet would be to go and watch the season finale of season one. Yeah, but then you don't have context. No, but then he can be like, "Whoa, this is all what happens." I need to go back and watch for the context. Fair enough. You know, kind of like Justin. Yeah, I'm not I'm not digging this fucking face arc for Dan. I don't believe it for one second. I don't fucking believe it. It's a red herring, dude. Mm. It's a fucking red herring, dude. But it's either way. It's the Phoenix effect. It's the Phoenix effect. It's the Phoenix splash effect here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast, brother. Keith is at the fucking dealership. He's looking dapper. He's looking good in his suit. Yeah. Like he's a good looking dude at the at the worst of times, but with the suit at the worst At the worst of times, Craig Schaefer's a good looking fucking dude. But you know he's in the season of American Horror Story. Oh, uh, what season? Oh, Murder God. House? He's not in Murder season House. I've seen 11. Murder House. Oh, no, season ten. Let me guess. I Kathy Bates was in the season. <laughs> no. What? She she's in every season. No. She, she was not in the first like four well, she wasn't in the first, like, two seasons, I don't think. Well, guess what? That's another show, dude. But she had health issues. Anyways, Keith is at the dealership, and Lucas is going and visiting him and saying, like, hey, how's it going? Like, this is weird. Nice and, suit, motherfucker. And Keith is like, hey, man, come work for me, like, old times at the At the dealership. dealership. Yeah, and just gives- like at the body shop. Gives Lucas a little coverall thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll think about it. So is Dan still like in charge of this fucking body shop? Like, does he still have his guys in the body shop still going? I mean. Or do you just shut it down? You don't ever really know. Is that a loose end? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You'll have to wait and see. Keith has papers that Dan needs to sign. And Lucas also says, isn't it weird, like, getting Dan's checks, Dan's checks, and, and like, Keith's actually, like, it feels pretty good. It's actually pretty <laughs> fucking nice, honestly, because <laughs> he's a piece of shit, and I have no problem taking his money. So Keith has these papers that Dan needs to sign, and Lucas offers to go back to the hospital. To give them to Dan. Give them to Dan and get them signed. But then Dan is like, check the lockbox, dude. Put a copy of these in the lockbox in the bottom desk drawer. There's a key for the lockbox under, like, taped under the desk. <sighs> Something to come up later. The fucking lockbox, dude. 
Now this we move a back. Mystery. We move back to fucking Haley's arc for this episode. <laughs> Haley. <laughs> and of course, by rights, if we're gonna have a bachelor party, we need a bachelorette party. Of course. And who who better than Canyon? Who better than Brooke to fucking plan a bachelorette party? Yes. The invasion MVP herself, Brooke Davis. Also, Haley isn't happy about the stripper and she's like tidying up for the party. She's like spraying down countertops and she's like, oh, you know, I just want to make sure it looks good for the stripper you have coming over. You know, the <laughs> little hoe. It's pretty Yeah, funny. dude, we need a male stripper up in here. We need some fucking thunder down under up in this bee. Oh, my God. Hey, Karen, you're all about the thunder down under, dude. Yes, I've seen them. Yeah, you have. Fuck, you had a license plate fucking holder thunder down under. Yeah. Australia's finest, dude. And then I tossed it once we got rid of that car. Um, Karen sees Keith in the street. She's walking around. I don't know what she's doing, but she sees Keith in the street and he's got coffee from a different he's got fucking second cup he's got timmy's he's got starbs he's got waves i timmy's might even didn't exist in the states at this point did you know that that's not true what in there's, 2004 they had a timmy's in the states there's a bunch of fucking states that have timmy's including buffalo which is right over the border but from toronto i don't think they did in 2004 i don't know man look it up dude you look it up my phone's you look almost it up, dead dude. <laughs> but <laughs> I got he's got fucking loner he's got fucking starbs he's got waves he's got dunkin donuts coffee dare i say he has decades coffee <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Decades doesn't even do coffee anymore. They're just a bakery. Yeah, it's bullshit. But I'm anyways, so sad. the point here is that this is the first time, and this actually hurt me a little bit inside, that he's got a cup of coffee, and it's not from fucking Karen's Cafe. Yeah. He's cheating on fucking Karen's Cafe with waves. I mean, I get for him, like, it's awkward. And also, so first of all, awkward to go to karen's cafe when he like proposed to her and, in she love said with her no. and she said no but then also deb is her business partner Whoa. and is potentially at the cafe see i didn't make that connection that makes it even more awkward for keith because deb is there too karen wasn't working at the cafe that day clearly she was walking down the street as much as i wanted to fucking lay pipe into deb in season one she's kind of a fucking bitch in season two so i'm just like retract my fucking laying pipe and deb and fuck her and i stand Haley now wow okay <laughs> so we need shirts for a while okay we need stickers first. We need stickers for a while, okay? Yeah. Okay. Pick the font, pick the color, and we'll get it going. Well, I mean, anybody I, in we fucking need stickers for the just the you know anybody logo. in fucking Tree Hill fucking Wrestling Federation podcast land out there. If you want fucking uh, wow, okay, and Tree Hill Wrestling Federation logo stickers, please let us know at Tree Hill WF podcast on TikTok and Instagram and all the streaming services and make sure you comment, if like, you, subscribe, and enjoy everything. And you can let us know that we need fucking stickers. If you go to our socials and there's a link in the bio, you could probably email us too. Good. You get on that link tree. link tree. Link tree. Link tree. 
Um, so we finally get to Lucas. He's at the dealership going and putting these papers in the lockbox. Getting in Vince McMahon's lockbox, dude. And when he's putting these papers in, he finds an envelope and newspaper clippings and these pictures of him from when he was growing up. You see, so what we saw from fucking Dan a few episodes back where he's looking in the fucking lockbox and mm-hmm. seeing all these childhood memories proving that Dan was actually not as absent of a father as we all thought. Well, he was absent, but... But not as much is, as we thought. So something to remember is Royal... Rumble. Fuck off. <laughs> Royal seemed close with Karen because he went to visit at the cafe. Right. She wasn't there. But yeah, he wanted to. He wanted talk to, her to visit shit. her. Yeah, and so I think my theory is that maybe Royal Rumble wanted to bang Karen. No, <laughs> maybe Karen was close enough that Royal got pictures mm. or whatever, like Royal and May of Lucas. Mm, okay, I could see that. And I maybe never really. Like, pass these on to Dan or Dan just happened to maybe Karen was like here you know I'll throw what, you though? a bone and give you some pictures but that's the thing no one's stopping Dan from going to these football games no he could easily just show up it's newspaper clip cl- newspaper, newspaper clipping is a newspaper clipping he would get the newspaper and be able to <laughs> clip. A newspaper clipping is a newspaper clipping, brother. Well, he wouldn't have to get that from Karen or his Fair dad. Fair enough. But some of those pictures were actually look like they were no, taken from a camera. Exactly. So I feel Dan could add some part of this here. And knowing Dan, how fucking sports crazed this guy is. Mainly basketball, but you know, he if one of his other sons, coaches. if one of his other sons playing football, you know, he had the fucking satellite feed for their fucking away games. <laughs> he probably had in with co- coaches. And sure. Be like, oh, can I get pictures of Lucas? Too? Sure. Absolutely. <sighs> Whatever. So Lucas and Junk and Fergie and Skills are doing stupid guy shit with mouth. <laughs> yeah, they they have mouth taped. To a computer chair. Like he's got a target. He's got like a target on his chair target. and shit. <laughs> and they're like throwing shit at him and like using him like down the street like a bowling ball with garbage cans. And Haley goes to visit Lucas and is like, hey, can you like make sure that Nathan's okay? Like, Take care I'm of not him. sure about this, but you know, yeah. whatever. And he's like, it's just stupid guy shit. This is also stupid guy shit. And Haley, like, you can tell that Haley's, like, from hanging out with those guys. Like, she knows them so oh, well. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's like, oh, I got next. <laughs> <laughs> I got next. I want to fucking bowl him down the fucking highway. Oh, God. So, Dan and Deb are at the hospital, obviously, because Dan's still there. They're talking about the Haley and Nathan thing. Yeah. And... Deb is like, legally, there's nothing. It doesn't seem like there's anything we can do. They have no recourse, honestly. They have nothing that they can do. He has joined the nation of emancipation. Fuck off. We are the nation. Emancipation. 
And throw shit at you. <laughs> um, so I got to get the shit in. Nation of Domination wasn't even on this episode of Raw. So I got to get the shit in, Lord dude. They weren't. <laughs> um, so they're like, there's nothing that we can do legally. But Dan's like, I had a heart attack, not a lobotomy. The thing is, <laughs> is Dan will still find a way to manipulate situations. Oh, 100%. He's a textbook manipulator. He thrives on manipulation. Yes. Much like Vince McMahon. And at this point, Deb is just like, I just want my son back, so I'll go around, go with whatever you want to do. So this fucking stripper. So now we're at the fucking bachelor party. Also, Dan wants to go. He wants to go home, but it's not happening yet. Anyway, it's not yet anyway. Uh, this fucking stripper. It's probably going to be Sunny or Sable at this point. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, uh, Sunny fits the fucking profile. She fits the motif oh. for sure. Titties out. So so far at this bachelor Who's here? party, it's Tim, Lucas, Nathan, obviously, and and the dude, hot, hot and twisted, hot and twisted's back. Yeah, he's there. Which. I mean, odd that he was invited, but okay. He's his boss. I mean, uh, surely Nathan (laughs) spends a bunch of time with him. But I'll get to this later in the episode. It's really funny, though, because so Lucas is there with Nathan and or no, Nathan is there with Tim alone at first. Yeah. And then Lucas knocks on the door and Tim is stoked. He thinks it's the stripper already. And it's just Lucas. And he's like, <gasps> gets all excited. And then he opens the door yeah. and he's like, oh, it's oh, just what the you. Hell? And Where's the Lucas talent? Where's like, Sonny? Lucas is like, what's up with Dim? And Nathan's like, oh, don't worry. He thought you were the stripper. Yep. <laughs> no, that. no Sonny, unfortunately. So now... Haley's going off to her little bachelorette. Oh. She left some ones on the counter for the boys. Yeah. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> she like makes all these little jokes about it. Oh, there's one place where we'll be sticking ones tonight, dude. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, so for the bachelorette, there's a limo with some champagne. And, and not a- just any fucking limo. We're talking like fucking straight up like bus limo, oh, dude. Yeah. Like legit fucking Brooke I mean, Davis, fucking Richie bitchy fucking. Brooke Davis's parents are loaded. Yeah, dude. Well, you know. For now. <laughs> and it's all on her dad's credit cards. So they also blindfold Haley. But there's only the three of them so far. It's Haley, Peyton, and Brooke. So far. Cut back to Tim and the guys. (laughs) My favorite part of this episode. And they're all just sitting there waiting for the talent to show up. And Tim's like, oh, you know, while we wait, we could watch some porn. It's got some something from my dad's porno stash. Oh, it's fucking one night in (laughs) sunny. It's one night in China here. Oh, my God. Tim puts this tape in and... They're like watching and they're like, what the fuck? Isn't that your fucking stepmom? No, they're like, isn't that your mom? And he's like, stepmom. Stepmom. And then they're like, what the (laughs) fuck? And he's like, that's weird. He's like, your stepmom's a freak. And he's like, or he's like, your mom's a freak. And he's like, stepmom. And he's trying to get high fives. It's like, oh my God, God, you're watching your parents, like your stepmom and your dad. Fuck. Yeah, that's no, oh you. man. You know how you circumcise a redneck? What? You know how you circumcise a redneck? I, I don't know how. 
kick his stepmom in the jaw. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. We go back to the bachelorette party. And they pulled up into that uh, lingerie store that Brooke The same one that they went to earlier, Brooke and Peyton? Yeah. Or the one that Haley and Nathan went to. Both. Um, (laughs) So they head in there and you know Haley's like oh guys like this is so weird like why do I need lingerie and it's like a whole lingerie fashion show so now we've got the other girls from we've the, got cheerleading the cheerleaders team. dude they're modeling these outfits for Haley and, and getting her to pick something out and they're looking fucking good too oh of course you noticed. they're getting Haley to pick something out to wear for Nathan mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. and uh Keith is kind of being a dick to Karen. Well, I understand this whole fucking thing about him and Karen. It's really hard for him to see her. I get it. But basically, he's at the point where he doesn't want to be friends. He just wants to cut her out completely. It's too painful for him to be around her. And I get it. And the thing is, she's trying to make the point, like, we were friends before the proposal. Yeah, but that changes everything, dude. So if I said no to you, <laughs> well, we wouldn't be together. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, like it's just, it's awkward and I feel bad for Karen and I feel bad for Keith. You know what I not feel bad for is Tim. You know why I don't feel oh bad for Tim? Oh my God. Okay. First of all, <laughs> so there's two police officers sitting in a squad car and they're observing this keg being brought in to the apartment by Mouse, by all Skills, these miners, Junk, and Fergie. Now, finally, we get some fucking justice for underage fucking drinking in Tree Hill after all this bullshit of fucking <laughs> season and three episodes of all this underage drinking and fake IDs. Finally, two <laughs> cops, woman cops on the fucking beat getting their shit done. And at first, I thought they were the strippers because they're outside where they're supposed to be. Hold up. Oh. Before we get too far into that. So you're going off about cops going in and this keg, underage drinking. They see them with the keg. The thing is, is when Brooke was starting to plan Haley's bachelorette, she got Haley to like smile for a picture. That picture got turned into Haley's fake ID. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So you're going off about, oh, cops are going to tackle this underage drinking bullshit. I mean, Haley's getting a fucking fake ID and she's already drinking champagne in the limo. Dude, fucking Brooke Davis (laughs) is a fake ID savant. Like she is the absolute master and legend of fake IDs. I mean, she literally had... A photo booth set up for fake IDs at this fucking uh, wedding party for Nathan and Haley last episode. Like, yep. she is an absolute fucking savant. And she supplies the entirety of the 48 people in Tree Hill with fucking fake IDs. Even Karen has one. <laughs> <laughs> she does! <laughs> Make her younger. Exactly. <laughs> so, the ki- girls are all in the limo. They're dancing, whatever, having a good time. <sighs> the limo breaks down. Oh, shit. And 
Brooke is like talking to the limo driver and really playing up this uh, breakdown and getting really upset. Like, hey, I pay for your service. There better be service. Like, get someone out here to fix this. And uh, oh, we get somebody to come fix it. This tow truck pulls up. Yeah. And it's so funny because Brooke knows exactly what's going on. And you could see her like half smile. And fucking Channing Tatum shows up. This guy comes out and he's like dressed up like a mechanic or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> oh, what seems to be the problem? And Haley's like, I, the engine. Like, well, something's guess on. what, ladies? I got the tool to fix anything. And he starts get ripping his like Velcro button up shirt here. off. Let's get it started. Oh, my God. Let's get it started in here. Oh, by the way, Black Eyed Peas fucking suck and i don't care if they were trendy and current in 2004 they fucking suck and fergie and fergalicious and all those fucking losers can take a jump off the peter man's bridge brother guess what what we have a fergie cd what we have a fergie cd does your milkshake bring all the boys to the yard wrong (laughs) wrong artist bro who is that I forget, but it's not Fergie. My milkshake brings no, all the boys to the, the yard. You know right. the like it's London Bridges song? London, London Bridges doesn't go down like la, la, yeah, la, 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 that like, one. Come on, down like. Yeah, yes. I know that one. <laughs> Anyways, so the girls have a stripper. It's uh, a lot of fun. And Haley's a little bit shocked, but you know, all the others are into it. Back at the bachelor party. Oh, it's, it's like Kellis or Keyless or whatever. Yes. That's milkshake. Okay. So back at, back at the bachelor party, the cops knock on the door of the apartment and they get let in. They throw a towel over the keg because they're like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, you know, and she's the cops are like, oh, we saw a keg being brought up here like. Is anyone actually of age? And Tim <laughs> is getting all like, it's the strippers. It's the strippers. And he like smacks their ass he's and shit. He's starting to get pervy oh, as shit. Geez, he's and they're just like, forget the keg, arrest the perv. <laughs> and like, they literally cuff him, throw him in the back and of he's the like, car. Hey, you're hurting me. <laughs> they're like, the guys, the rest of the guys are like, oh, it's just a misunderstanding. They thought, he thought that you were a stripper. And then he's like, I can see your thong strapped up, Foxy Brown. And he's like being such a fucking perv. Okay. Hold on. Hold, and he's hold saying on, he's getting brother. hard. Hold, hold on, brother. So we have a pervy king already. Oh, fuck off. We all need to talk about pervy king. We got Jerry the King Lawler. Ugh. But... He has never actually gotten physically pervy with any of the women in that WWF. You know of. On camera, he has never gotten physically pervy with any of the women of the World Wrestling <laughs> Federation. Now we have gotten to a point where Tim has taken over Jerry the King Lawler for the pervy king because he has actually sexually assaulted a woman police officer. Oh, my God. Dude, he is way worse than fucking oh. king. Dude, he's way he sexually assaulted a fucking woman police officer. I am aware, but <sighs> Pervy King is Pervy King, and I just can't. He just Anyways. talks the talk, but 
Tim walks the walk. Anyway, so Tim says this shit, and he's like growling and whatever at the, the cop. And, and he's never been so horny in his life. He's never been so horny. And then <laughs> the guys are just like, no, nah, take him. Whatever. Like, so they're wrong. literally watching Tim get taken off in this squad car and they're outside and they see this fucking limo bus drive by. Yeah. With <laughs> Haley and a fucking and male stripper. And a few of the other girls in the male stripper we got fucking, hanging out of the moon yeah, dude, It's fucking McConaughey. Dancing. It's fucking Channing Tatum. And it's fucking Kevin Nash brother amalgamation oh dude we're not amalgamating fucking magic mike into this but have you ever seen magic mike okay first things first, first we are mike, amalgamating hold up. hold up have you ever seen magic mike i have not why would i watch magic mike <laughs> why would what, I, baby? why would a fucking Guess 34 what? year old man watch magic mike baby i'm not watching magic yes, mike we are. i'm not One watching magic two. mike Fuck off. <laughs> not watching Magic Mike. Uh, I'll watch it on my me. own time. No. Excuse <laughs> me. You are making me watch sometimes three hour paper. You're making me watch One Tree Hill. You enjoy it. Somewhat. Don't pull that shit on me. I know how much you like it. Anyways. So this limo drives by. But the amalgamation is true here, and that's the point that I was getting to, is because they're with a stripper. Kevin Nash played a stripper in Magic Mike. Amalgamation, oh dude. He is Diesel. He is Big Daddy Cool. He is Big Sexy Kevin Nash. So you and have he is to a watch part, yeah, And he Magic is a Mike part now. of the fucking NWO for life, brother. So now you have to watch Magic Mike. I guess I do. <laughs> so... This limo is heading to stripper lessons. Oh, we got the poles. We got the poles, man. Not Pollocks, but fucking poles. It's now a lesson. Like, you got to learn how to, like, do this shit for your man now. And they're getting learned, learned here with the fucking stripper pole. And it's Haley's turn. And she takes the fucking brutal bump off the fucking stripper pole into the couch. She looks like fucking Jeff Hardy taking a fucking swanton bomb right off into the fucking couch. She's so drunk. And she's like, the stripper is like, oh, like, can we get Haley up there? And she's like, show me the pole. And she goes and she jumps onto the stage, grabs the pole with one hand and totally and fucking, fucking swings it. herself off the stage. <laughs> Holy shit. She she's like putting it, like ice on her head. So during this whole thing, too, the owner of the club is trying to get payment from Brooke. Oh. This is an interesting turn of events here because we've only known Brooke as this rich bitch who fucking, you know, lives the life of luxury. Daddy's credit card. Daddy's fucking trust fund, baby. So the first card declines. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, weird. Gives him a different one. Also declines. declines. And he's like, looks like we got a problem here. The thing is, it's a thousand dollar bill. It's a fucking strip club. Of course, it's going to be a big bill. Big bill. Yeah. And Brooke's kind of panicking and she's like, so what can, how else can we pay for this? Like, <laughs> what's your policy in I- 
Get oh, the fucking use. rubber gloves on. Oh, they have to do dishes. <laughs> they need to. Oh, clean. they're getting fucking down and dirty here, dude. They gotta fucking clean some dishes. And not only that, too. I've always been a little wary of strip clubs that serve food. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Because like having a kitchen and having to have to wash dishes means that you serve food at this fucking strip club. Obviously. And that's kind of weird. But also, I had my bachelor party at number five Orange in Vancouver, and they sold food as well. And I had some chicken wings at fucking number five. They're actually pretty fucking good, dude. <laughs> surprisingly enough strip club chicken wings strip club chicken wings depends on the strip club dude if caddyshack in maple ridge ever served chicken wings probably pass on that real quick but number five orange dude the fucking best strippers in british columbia bar none and really good chicken wings as well Wow. So funny story. Funny story. I got my the dick bit by a fucking stripper at the number five orange. Anyway, go ahead. On what the fuck? <laughs> go ahead. How have I not heard this story? <laughs> go ahead first and then I'll regale you. Go ahead. What the fuck? Go ahead. Go first and then I'll regale you. I'm distracted. <laughs> you need me to go first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 2015 bachelor party two weeks before my wedding with my ex now okay i went to number five orange okay clearly go on had friends double j ha <laughs> j u ha <laughs> double s t i double n that's justin johnson who planned this fucking bachelor party for me okay we had some peeps out. We had a good time, okay? We went to the number five orange, okay? Why the fuck was your dick out? My dick wasn't out. Then how to get bit? So fucking first things. Huh? Shut up. First things first, okay? Uh, lap dance number one, okay? Uh, Double J and all the other peeps at the fucking bachelor party pooled their money together, bought me a lap dance, okay? <laughs> I go for a lap dance. Good time. Okay, whatever. Okay. Lap dance number two, okay? One of my other friends at the fucking bachelor party buys me fucking lap dance. Just them. $60. That's including tip. Fucking lap dance. Good fucking time, okay? And they know it's my bachelor party. So you get you get extra fun with the fucking bachelor party discount. Third lap dance is when it gets real crazy because... I buy my own fucking lap dance. This is lap dance number three. Why are you buying your own? I needed another one, dude. Obviously. Oh Two's not enough. God, you fucking hoe. <laughs> so lap dance number three, I get up there and fucking uh, this one's like European chick. And, and European chicks are crazy, FYI. You're a European chick. You're fucking crazy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're sitting on the fucking chair, fucking straight up like full trow down buck ass naked okay fucking you were no her cooch and fucking face like fucking blasting herself right in front of your face like this fucking close took me everything to not go anyway um then she like sits back down on top of me and then she goes down and she fucking bites my dick through my jeans she literally goes down and goes, 
and fucking chomps down on my fucking not hard hard enough <laughs> i got my dick bit by a stripper at the fucking number five orange what the fuck <laughs> anyway go ahead i am <laughs> i need a minute how we've been together for how long six years and we i never i swear to god you don't really want to hear the tales of previous sean but for podcast purposes dude and number five orange and strippers and channing tatum and bachelorettes and bachelor parties i have to regale you with my fucking bachelor party stories okay so <laughs> you're getting serious now dude the first time i ever went to a strip club mm-hmm. was with me sean granville strip and I went to stay in Vancouver for a night. Yeah. This on. is the night. Hang on. Hold the fucking phone. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell the story now. It's do my it. turn. You do it, bro. Motherfucker. You do it, bro. <laughs> so we drive out to Vancouver. I set up this bomb ass road trip playlist. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay. We get to the hotel. We check in. We're hanging out, whatever. We went and had food. We'll listen into All That Remains and fucking uh, Iron Maiden and some Fallout Boy. Good shit. So, like I said, it was a bomb-ass playlist. We get to the hotel. Sean asks me that night, before we go out and do anything, to be his girlfriend, officially. After seeing each other for, you know... A little bit. This happens to be on March 16th. What? Fuck off. (laughs) What? 316? What? The thing is, he says he didn't plan it that way, but our anniversary is fucking on Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah, it is. What? Yeah, it is, dude. And that's a bottom line, because Stone Cold says so. So, we go out. (laughs) We go to a video game nerd bar or whatever. EXP. Rest Great in peace. former rest in peace uh, restaurant in Vancouver. EXP. It was phenomenal. Awesome. Phenomenal. We went there many times. And after that, he's like, oh, we're walking down the street. And he's like, want to go to the strip club? Let's go to Granville Strip. And I was like, sure. <laughs> so first time I ever go to a strip club is with my boyfriend now of boyfriend like an hour. <laughs> it's off. just like hey we're together now let's go to strip club let's watch naked girls dance and have their ditties out. <laughs> oh my god <sighs> who knew Shit. who knew that six years later we would have a child together yep because i was like huh this is fun it might not last, but this is oh, fun. Oh, good times, bro. Good times. <laughs> Anyways, back, back at the fucking s- back at the Broken Skull Ranch here. We got a fucking solo stripper. Fucking everybody's yeah, piled before out. That, before the stripper shows up, yeah. Lucas yeah, offers gives it, yeah. Nathan this backpack with the mechanic uniform. Go work at fucking dealership, go, bro. Go work at the dealership. Your dad's not there. Keith is a great boss. You know, bond with your uncle. Now, there's a knock on the door. And it's just Nathan. 
and it's the stripper. Sorry I'm late. Oh yeah, party's ended. You can go home like no one's here. And she's like, no, I'll stay and hang out with you. I'll give you a show. Dude, this stripper is fucking hot as fuck, dude. Oh, fuck off. Quit oh, talking about dude. strippers. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> dude, we need to go to number five orange, bro. <laughs> we also went to like the fucking strippers on your 30th birthday. Dude, How many times am I going to go strippers with you? Dude, Maple Ridge is bunk as fuck, dude. Caddyshack is not where it's at, dude. But double J. Actually, maybe it's better that I go with you because I can make sure you're behaving. Fair enough. <laughs> because you're a fucking hoe so we got the fucking newlyweds we got fucking uh nick lachey and jessica simpson here by the way i did watch a bit of newlyweds back in the day yeah i can't believe that you watched that shit jessica simpson's hot dude how did you watch that that and never watch one tree hill why would i watch one tree hill because it's good <laughs> i didn't know that i know that now Haley wants to go home to her man and uh, <laughs> Nate's limo, playing NBA fucking live with the stripper. <laughs> this limo is taking Haley home just on her own. The other girls need to all stay and clean up, you know, pay their dues in, in a way. Sure. Also, Brooke's like, how are we going to pay, gonna pay for, for this limo? fucking limo? Dude? <laughs> anyways, here's my gripe. Is that we fucking pumped PlayStation because it was a sponsor of WrestleMania 13. We pumped fucking PlayStation 2 because it is a sponsor for fucking One Tree Hill. Okay. Uh-huh. We had fucking PS2. We had NBA shootout. Now, all of a sudden, now we know Nathan is terrible at fucking video games and he can't fucking play and the stripper beats his ass. But it's not NBA shootout anymore. It's fucking NBA live. Maybe he has both possible you know you're a fucking video game nerd you had had because we've sold quite a few at this point but you had a massive bookshelf full of video games i mean i still do especially n64 but um fucking besides the point but the thing is nathan sucks at video games why would he have nba shootout and nba live did he nba sure but Fuck, he's not a video game nerd. Why would he need two basketball games? And not only that, this is back when EA Sports, before microtransactions, dude. The thing is, maybe, yes, he did suck at video games, but sometimes you just need to play video games. Doesn't matter if you're suck at it or not. But he fucking barely makes any money working at Hot and Twisty. He can't afford NBA Live. Esports charged $60 for their fucking games back then. He can't afford rent barely, let alone NBA Live. Maybe it was a game he bought before he had to give his dad a check for the car. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But uh, honestly, NBA Live 05, the GOAT basketball game for the A-Sport series. Anyways. So Stripper beats Nathan at this game and uh, she had said that she had called a cab earlier when Nathan was like, you know, I the party's over, like you might as well just go home. Bitch drove herself. <laughs> yeah. She never called a cab. The cab never showed up. So now the Stripper is like, oh, you're hot. You're young. You're hot. I'll be waiting. And in she the bedroom. takes her fucking dress off and she's in yes. her bra and panties yeah, she does. and goes in the bedroom. Yeah, she the does. The thing is, the limo pulls up 
with Haley. Yeah. Ooh. So what was your first reaction to this? Did you think that Haley was actually going to go into the Empire oh, apartment yeah. Yeah. and Stripper was going to be there? Yeah, dude. 100%. Because the timing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And so, I love how they allude to that Nathan's going to sleep with the Nathan stripper. Nathan fucking takes his shirt off. I want you, In the bedroom, you, the dude. dark bedroom. I want you so bad. But if you saw the strap, you could see the pink strap of Haley's shirt. Oh, okay. So I knew when I saw that part, I knew it wasn't the stripper because her bra was black. She would have had black straps. Amazingly enough, after as much of a piece of shit as Nathan has been before in the past, he is a fucking straight up decent dude. Oh, yeah. He kicked out the stripper. He had to ask her to leave. Wow. (laughs) And he is so sweet. He is. He really is. He's a face now. He's really turned around. He's such a baby face now. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, good good episode. I mean, I know Haley, she's all into the mechanics now, so she needs him to wear the fucking mechanics outfit, right? Yeah, he's heading to work and, you know, <laughs> kisses her goodbye, and she's like, please don't take that off. Don't take that off home. when you get home. Well, so, take it off, but, you know, but don't Prude change. Haley. Prude Haley, now that she's lost her virginity, is definitely not Prude Haley anymore. And looking at her parents, she probably was not destined to be a prude anyway. But. Well straight up as good as an episode as this was i enjoyed it but again not nearly as good storyline wise (laughs) it still gives a solid mark i give it a dollar sign 4.09 but it's nowhere near the 4.79s that we were having on the season finale and premiere Mm -hmm. yes but again i digress uh it's a good episode it's not it's not bad by any stretch it's good Mm -hmm. but just not yeah, it's just good. when at the end of the episode when you're just like, eh, I'm like, are you fucking shitting me well, right now? How much we've talked about liar liar on the Raw's War side of it is that uh, Jim Carrey in Liar Liar has sleeps with the chick, and because he can't lie, because his son wished on his birthday that he wished that Jim Carrey could not lie to him anymore, so Jim Carrey can no longer lie. He is physically incapable of lying. So. When he sleeps with this random chick from his office after they sleep together, the chick says, how is that, baby? And because he can't lie, he goes, I've had better. (laughs) And with this episode of One Tree Hill, I've had better. was such a roundabout way of saying I've seen a better episode before. (laughs) You got to institute Jim Carrey movies in here, dude. Anyways. Anyways. Fucking anyways here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast and as wrestling is in the name. That's another part of the amalgamation in this podcast. So here we are. Anyways, the main event, the the showstopper, the main event. You let a little fucker in this kitchen. Lilo, get out of the kitchen. (laughs) Our cat trying to interrupt our recording. Yeah, dude, this is sacred ground right now. <laughs> okay, no you one's were allowed. The one that let him in because you needed to pee because you broke the seal. Well, I broke the fucking seal, dude, and I broke the seal like a couple hours ago, so the seal has been broken. Either way, we are here, April seventh, nineteen ninety-seven. It's not just raw. It's not just Monday night. It's not just Monday Night Raw. 
It's raw is we gotta make this quick because I only have ten percent of my battery life on my phone. <laughs> loner phones, bro, they suck. Fucking loner phones, dude. Well, and it's it's a fucking S twenty. They couldn't like give me something newer. Like at least a twenty one or something. And you even know? then, like this, this that's a COVID smaller. phone. That's a COVID phone, dude. The other ones like they are like smaller batteries this one but still like i'm at nine percent now and it's just dropping quick like quick my fucking s23 ultra would still have probably 30 percent right now minimum i get it tomorrow and i'm so happy anyways okay let's get on with the shit before my phone dies (laughs) all right April 7th, 1997 episode of Monday Night Raw. Raw is war. Oh my goodness, shit is picking up. A heart foundation is fucking rejoined together. We are one. We are a unit. We have nothing but love in our hearts for each other. We're Canadian. We're better than you and you know it because we're canadian and we're more smart we're more we're smarter and we're more smartness hey more smartness eh that's right oh my god dude you ever i've uh, been to moose jaw saskatchewan there bud no i haven't been so i've been further than alberta but like you haven't hit the prairie provinces, dude. No, I've You've never flown been to, to fucking Ontario Saskatchewan. Twice. You've never I've been to Saskatchewan. Flown to Nova Scotia. I've we've driven to Alberta, but otherwise I haven't been to Saskatchewan. Bud, you haven't been to, been to fucking Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, bud. No. Holy fucking a! You got to get to fucking Moose Jaw. You know what's fucking six feet from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? Oh dear. Do you know what's six no. feet away from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? Hurry up, my phone's gonna die. <laughs> Moose's ass, Saskatchewan. Oh, dear God. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's do it, brother. The One Tree Hill segment's gonna be so much longer than the wrestling part because my phone is like dead. Not as dead as the crowd for the Godwins, aka the Hillbilly Fox. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> They're so gross. They dude, Phineas, like pig. Phineas uh-huh. I God one. Phineas, what he does is he spits in the air, catches it with his hands, and wipes his hands together <laughs> and even puts it through his hair. That's disgusting. Why are people like this? Because he's a fucking hog farmer from Arkansas. Or wherever the fuck. <laughs> he's a hog farmer from Oklahoma or Tennessee or No, apparently he's a fucking wrestler. He's a wrestler, but he's also a hog farmer. So he well, spits he's not home for his hogs a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's on the road a lot, dude. <laughs> but Oh, okay. So the Godwins here, they're facing fucking Owen and Bulldog. But the thing is Okay, here. 
Before you say that, oh my god, dude. I'm conflicted. You had so much love in your heart. I felt it. Every time you hear it through the mic, everybody on the fucking internet hears it that the absolute pure unadulterated love for tassel boots and Katie Patootie Owen Hart, okay? You spoke of them like they were your children. That's how much you love them. They're the sweetest guys ever. They're the most amazing tag team ever. But now they're with the best there is. Oh, fuck off. He's the the worst. The best there was. Worst. And the best there ever will be. The excellence of execution. The hit man. Bret Hart. That's why I'm conflicted. I love Tassel Boots and Cutie Patootie. But they joined with your arch nemesis. Like why? You're absolutely. That's dude. This is like Flynn grows up and like he starts dating a girl and you really don't like her. She's a bitch. And you're like, I really don't like this girl. That's what it feels like. You love him so much. But it's just like now he's like this. What are you doing? Dating my ex. It's like, what are you doing? Right? (laughs) Oh, I just, it's so hard because it's like, I love them, but I hate that motherfucker. (laughs) He's the worst. Oh, I fucking love it, dude. Anyways, Castle Boots and Cutie Patootie went and. Yeah, dude. uh, We get, um, whew, man. Owen and Bulldog. Now they're uh, they're they're getting some screen time in this episode. Yeah, they're getting cool. some massive screen time. So they have this match with the Godwins, and they say even in a promo pre-match, just before the Godwins actually get there, HBK Shawn Michaels, he's got a promo tonight, and he's gonna let some shit off his chest. But Owen. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want, Shawn Michaels, but Don't no about my words about my loving brother, Brett. My loving, awesome, amazing brother. No words about him. You don't. You keep his fucking name out of your mouth. The thing Check okay, yourself. The thing that pisses me off so much about this whole situation situation <laughs> is so it's so good dude fucking bret hart was an asshole to cutie patootie and tassel boots they were assholes to him first okay let's rewind Fuck here off. okay let me spit a little fucking wrestling truth on you right now okay you, what did you just say that brett's an asshole because he is and he treats his brothers like assholes. Like shit. Because yeah, he's he treats an his brothers like shit because he's an asshole. Okay? Get this, dude. So, Bret Hart had already been world champion by this point for one time. Okay? He was a one time champ at this point. Okay? He fucking, while he was champ, uh, he lost it. And then. Thank a, God. A, yeah. Lost a championship. I'll get more into that championship loss at a later date. But anyways, he lost his championship. <laughs> so 
We have another intruder. Oh, <laughs> Our dude. other cat snuck oh, in. Oh, goodness, dude. What the fuck, At least dude. she's the more quiet one. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. So, Bret Hart, he lost the world title. Okay? Now he's just doing his shit, right? Wins the king of the ring. Does a couple other things. Uh, so... He has a fucking Survivor Series tag match with Owen. He's him and Owen are on the same team. Owen's been around for a little bit. He's been a baby face. Oddly enough, he's been a baby face his early run here. Uh, he take he tag team with Coco Beware. Uh, uh, it's a weird fucking tag team that they had together. Okay. Owen and Coco Beware. Anyways, he's a baby face. Okay, so he teams with Brett, and in this match. Uh, Owen out of so there's four hearts on one side and there's Shawn Michaels and three knights on the other side <laughs> so you okay. got Brett Owen Keith and Bruce Hart two other hearts that aren't even wrestlers one's a firefighter and one's a fucking school teacher <laughs> okay? okay you got the four hearts okay okay so opposing Shawn Michaels and his three knights reason being doesn't make sense that Shawn Michaels has knights it was supposed to be Jerry the King Lawler and his knights but Jerry the King Lawler got suspended for some shit. Because he's a fucking Because he's perv. a fucking perv. <laughs> and ended up being Shawn Michaels in the Knights. Okay? So out of this entire match, only uh, Heart Foundation fucking destroy Shawn Michaels and the Knights. Like fucking beat the fuck out of them and eliminate them one by one. But the only Heart out of the four that gets eliminated is Owen. So Owen gets eliminated. The rest of the Hart Foundation, Brett, Keith, and Bruce, they fucking roll train and beat the fuck out of Shawn Michaels and the Knights. Okay? After the match, when Brett and his other brothers are celebrating, Owen comes back out, and he's just like... And and Brett is on the middle rope, and he's posing. He's like, yeah, we fucking won. He's standing on the middle rope. Owen comes up from behind him, grabs him by the tights, fucking rips him down off the fucking mm-hmm. ropes, and he's like pushing him. He's pushing his own fucking brother. Like these are two loving brothers in a tag match together. And he's pushing him. He's yelling at him. And he's flipping him off. And he's saying, fuck you. Why am I the only one that was eliminated in this fucking match? Bruce and Keith are here. Of course you're here, Brett. Because you're the fucking famous Brett Hart. I have to live in your shadow. Because you're fucking Brett Hart. And I'm only Owen Hart. Right? Mm-hmm. So for the next, like, few years, Owen just does sneaky, despicable heel shit to Brett all the time. Interferes in his matches. Fucking does all sorts of shit to him. Costs him the fucking world title. Okay, so what did Tassel Boots do? To Brett? Yeah. Not much. <laughs> so don't steal my Tassel Boots. Honestly, Brett didn't do that much to Bulldog. Brett and Bulldog had a couple tag matches in the 80s, uh, Heart Foundation versus the British Bulldogs, the Dynamite Kid. And yeah, they had their matches, whatever, it was kind of whatever. And then they had their big match at SummerSlam 92, and it was Brett versus Bulldog in Wembley Stadium in England, where your parents are right now. Uh, They're probably like starting getting the trip home close soon. the trip home but <laughs> anyways we're in wembley stadium we're gonna shoot like 80 plus thousand people in a soccer stadium to see bret hart versus british bulldog intercontinental title match 
And this is the first like big singles match they had against each other. And fucking Brett goes for a roll up, thinks he's got Bulldog, and Bulldog reverses it just like he did against Owen in Berlin, Germany. And he fucking covers Brett one, two, three. British Bulldog, new intercontinental champion, beats Brett Hart, right? Legendary match. Bulldog was fucked up on drugs majorly going into that, and Brett had to walk him through the entire match. It's because he's so fucked up. A lot of fucking drug issues. So that's kind of their like previous beef. Not really a beef. They celebrated together. Like they hugged as like family after the match. But um, there's definitely some contention there, especially later years. They had some matches against each other. And Bulldog teams with Owen, who Owen is like the ultimate fucking foil to Bret Hart. Do you understand how fucking white meat babyface Rocky Maivia is? He is so plain Jane. He's literally vanilla yogurt, dude. He okay. is like plain fucking fries, no salt on it. Okay. okay? He is plain Jane. He's vanilla, right? Okay? Bret Hart was that. Yeah, well, he rubs in everyone's faces from what we're watching. Now he does, but he never used to. He used to just say, yep, I'm the champion, but and I earned it. But that's not on our timeline. Maybe one day it'll be on our timeline. But either way, that's kind of the history of Owen and Brett. And that's why they had such a rivalry. But now they're brothers and they're back together. They have amalgamated again. And they're the heart foundation, dude. It's the heart. It's deep in the heart of Canada. Deep in the heart of every Canadian watching this. Not mine. Dude, it's fucking all love. So much love for Owen and Brett and Bulldog here on Tree Hill Not Wrestling Brett. Federation Podcast. Cutie patootie and tassel boots. That's that's where I draw the line. You have your opinions. I have mine. Whatever. <laughs> Yours don't matter right now. Uh, excuse me. My opinions about Spiky Dino Bros actually matter. Because we got a fucking hawking animal Legion of Doom promo in the middle of this Owen Bulldog Godwins match. And so we've had smelly pile of sweat socks. We've had the medulla oblongata. Okay. What do we have? We got stinky, stinky, stinky guy is stinky. Okay. <laughs> what do we have this week for this week in Hawks promos? <laughs> I forget, honestly. I was like, didn't really get the gist of it because he was kind of all over the place. But uh, basically, he says he wants to knock Owen and Bulldog out like a rancid pile of bile or something. Yeah. (laughs) Rancid bile. Yeah, rancid bile. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Does not sound cute. They gargle with razor blades, apparently. (laughs) LOD. Ridiculous promo. Godwin's get the slop drop. Henry O. Godwin gets this fucking slop drop, the reverse DDT on fucking Bulldog. But referee doesn't realize that uh, fucking Owen is the legal man. So he dives on fucking Henry O. And covers him for the win. Mm -hmm. Henry O's too bumpkin and stupid and covered the wrong guy. Mm. So you can't cover a guy that's not legal in the match Mm. without a tag. So he's covering the guy. And even if the ref was paying attention, he couldn't count it because he wasn't the legal oh. man in the match. So Owen hits it. They get the one, two, three. <laughs> so as they're leaving, Legion of Doom come down to the ring. Okay. Mm. 
And now they're cornering Owen and Bulldog. Legion of Doom coming one way, Godwin's coming the other way. They're cornering them. They're going up the ramp. Yeah, exactly, right? So, fucking, of course, Henry, Phineas, they got the fucking slop bucket. It's the pig slop. Who, who, Sonny got slopped one time, too. Good. They slopped Sonny. Yeah, back in the day. And... So they got the slop bucket and they fucking, they're going to throw the slop bucket at Owen Bulldog. Here you go. Fucking slop. And Owen and Bulldog deftly duck under it so athletically. And the slop hits the Legion of Doom. And they run away. And they run away. (laughs) Owen and Bulldog, that is. And, and of course, LOD and Goblins just start beefing right away. Because they're like, fuck you, you fucking threw slop on me. And they just start brawling. And Owen and Bulldog are just laughing and leaving. And so they're like rewatching this. (laughs) So they go backstage and and they fucking have some camera time and some promo time and they keep replaying this fucking slop incident over and over again play it for the canadians you stupid americans you're not civilized like canadians are (laughs) how can you not agree with this shit though canadians are civilized more than fucking americans dude Uh, anyways can we move on we can because i it's hard to agree with anything that's Link to Brett right now. You just gotta enjoy it for what it is. You just kind of cut Brett out a little bit and just enjoy what Owen and Bulldog are doing. He's barely in this episode. That is very true. As yeah, Brett had one promo and an entrance, and that was it. But yeah, they keep replaying this <laughs> over and over again for their request. And yeah, play it for the tag team champions. Stone Cold Steve Austin gets pissed off. He's yeah, like, he's just like, off. "What the fuck? Fuck you!" And then Owen and Bulldog get upset about Austin taking Owen and Bulldog's camera time yeah. and their promo time. So Stone Cold's going out for a match here. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Steve Austin here up against the fucking one scissor bitch up against the one billy gun mr ass badass billy gun you called him scissor bitch i was so proud of you fucking scissor bitch that's right we got fucking scissoring me daddy ass here against stone cold steve austin i love how honky tonk man oh this fucking loser cannot like he comes get the down that no one likes well, him well he comes down to the ring with fucking scissor bitch here yeah okay but that g- guitar that double j oh, <laughs> double bag. j <laughs> double s in pieces in a bag <laughs> he had the broken heirloom guitar from double j from the week prior but he had it in a bag and it was in pieces dumbass, i hate this guy dude that's just consistency right there dude that's good writing because you know, you could break a guitar, but it's even funnier when he has to bring the guitar around in pieces with him everywhere. <laughs> and like, here's your sorrow, and you have to carry it around with you everywhere. It's hilarious, dude. Because fuck the honky-tonk man, dude. Yeah, he calls himself the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Dude, he may have had the longest intercontinental reign of all time, but man, he did jack shit to get it, and he did jack shit to defend it. And then Ultimate Warrior beat him in like a fucking minute for the title after like a year-long title reign. Oh fuck honky-tonk man. He sucks. He's so lame. Billy Gunn literally has no chance of being Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most, 1 being the least, what chance do you feel that 
Billy Gunn has against Stone Cold Steve Austin in this match? Minus five. <laughs> Minus five stars. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Austin is on a roll. He had just been fucking passed out bloody, refused to quit to Bret Hart at WrestleMania. Now he's facing Billy Gunn in his first TV match since WrestleMania. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, Scissor Bitch doesn't really have a chance. But uh, you really popped for when Austin uh, low-blowed Billy Gunn. And then Tim White, the referee, was giving him shit. And he's like, mm-hmm. hey, sorry, whatever. And then Tim White turned around and he's Austin. Like, double fingers. <laughs> fucking double bird right in the back of the head. Tim White, fuck you twice. Fuck you. Uh. <laughs> that was pretty great. And, of course, it it's a pretty simple miss, clothesline, kick. Hey, he added the kick to the stunner this time. Mm. Not as sudden, like, later on as he developed the Stone Cold stunner. It got faster, like, kick, stunner, kick, stunner. It's like Mm. this sudden movement. But back then, he's like, kick, wait a couple seconds, grab him, can't get him too right, and then, boom, stunner. So it's a lot slower back then. He hadn't quite developed the move yet. Yeah, he won. Kick the shit out of fucking Billy Gunn. <laughs> Quite literally had him in the corner and stomp, stomped a muzzle in his ass and walked it dry. <laughs> Stone Cold gets the win here. Honky Tonk Man goes up to Billy Gunn post match. He's like, I'm I, still proud of you. I know. Like, I talked to Jesse James last week, Double J. <laughs> you were my first choice, though. But you're my first choice. You're my first choice, Billy Gunn. It was always you. God, what a fucking So, loser. now, do you gain a little bit of respect for fucking Scissor Bitch here? A little bit of Billy Gunn action? Um, I mean, he's still lame, but. But, boom. Oh, yeah, nails fucking age. Shit. <laughs> nails HTM here and second week in a row and fucking HTM is on his fucking ass and fucking <laughs> it's great Deserves we it. love it we hate HTM here on fucking uh, Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast the cousin of Jerry the King Lawler two weeks in a row he's a loser we have a promo here for an Undertaker door poster that a couple kids are admiring <laughs> On the door. I had the Stone Cold Steve Austin door poster. Oh, wow. So on the back of my bedroom door was this fucking life-size full door poster of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You would. Yeah, dude. It was right beside my Britney Spears poster. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oops, I did it again. Oh, boy. Yes. Then we get, after this weird promo for Undertaker's fucking door poster, we get the Commandant. Yeah, this was fucking weird. What the fuck? I didn't even make notes of this because I was like, this guy's like, what the fuck is even happening here? This is taking up so much time. Oh, my God. Dude, go away. Dude, how many times he's like, democracy and uh, you sissy liberal Americans and uh, we're going to. South Africa. We're from South Africa. I'm from Johannesburg. And 
stupid sissy Americans. Fun fact, I have family in Your fucking democracy is bullshit, you fucking liberals. And he goes on for, I swear, for like 20 minutes about fucking America and liberals and democracy and shit. And calls them sissies and tries to get heel heat by slagging off America. But guess what? There's already a guy in the company that's slagging off America. And his name is Brett the Hitman Hart. And he's got family values unlike the American wrestling public. Did you hear? What? I have family in South Africa. Do you really? I do. What kind of family? My mom's cousin. So your second cousin's in South Africa? Yeah. That's really cool. Are they in Cape Town or... Or or Johannesburg I or a smaller know. city. I don't know. Um, it's the only two I know in I've South never Africa. Met them. And uh, my first ever ex boyfriend is also South African. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Cool. Anyways, continue. So they're from the same place that the commandant of the democracy. Uh, that's <laughs> He's a fucking loser, and his face is like creepy, dude. <laughs> like he's I got just, these like, like bug eyes and shit. Like, oh my god, who, dude. like why? So basically, he's bringing in uh, the Truth Commission here. Okay, so this guy's like, I'm the Commandant, and we're gonna take over WWF, and we're gonna beat the shit out of all your fucking favorite wrestlers, and it's the Truth Commission. Okay. Okay. It's another stable, much like the Nation of Domination, the Heart yeah. Foundation, the fucking, you know, the stables, right? So, fucking Commandant. You know what? Yeah. I will give this episode this. There was no nation. I can't even play my nation's sound effect for ha this ha. episode. Sucker. I'll just throw it in and post no. anyway. <laughs> Commandant here. And, uh, yeah, so we get to a fucking promo of uh, Bret Hart, who's in Cape Town, South Africa, where the fucking commandant is from. (laughs) No, he's from Johannesburg. Oh, he's from Johannesburg. Sorry. Cape Town. Close enough. And he calls Stone Cold Steve As- uh, Austin a... Steve Aston. Aston. Aston Martin. Stone Cold Steve Aston Martin. Uh, he calls Stone Cold Steve Austin a dirty backstabbing hyena. Of course, he's going to say Brett's lines. Who? Like, me? call him that. Me? Oh, obviously. Never mind. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> I thought you were still talking about the fucking South African dude. No, 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 no. It's now Brett. No, we're talking about Brett. <laughs> Brett is I'm in confused. Cape Town. I said Brett is in Cape yes, Town. Okay. And he's talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin is a dirty backstabbing hyena. We need our hyena count on the Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast. I think this is a third hyena reference. It's just a bunch of hyenas. Dirty, rotten hyenas. I'm pretty sure it's about the third reference of hyenas. (laughs) Yes. But he talks about how Psycho Sid has a million-dollar body with a 10-cent brain. And that's a pretty good uh, analogy for Sid, honestly. It's quite good. (laughs) I'll give him that. Yep, for sure. 
Okay, next segment. Oh my god, Tom it's it's fucking speech. HBK cream we team. Seen him in a while. <laughs> we got the fucking HBK. Well, we have seen him, but like, but not wrestling. He doesn't wrestle. He doesn't wrestle, man. He's got a hurt knee. I mean, he found a smile, but he's not ready yet, and he's not gonna tell you when he's coming back no, either. He's not. Why would he ever tell you that? But the we got is. the fucking HBK cream team here with fucking Vince McMahon creaming his fucking pants every time he gets to say the most flamboyant the most charismatic the showstopper the main event mr wrestlemania the heartbreak kid sean michaels it's really funny too because like i don't know this whole thing like he's saying all this stuff and every you're always like Oh yeah, every promo that fucking Brett does is the truth, it's the dude. Truth. It and is like, the truth. Here's the thing, though. Fucking prom king's spouting some truth. His truth. I'm not saying Shawn Michaels isn't spouting truth. He's spouting truth, but you can't discredit the fact that everything that Bret Hart has said is fucking true, dude. Uh, he's just annoying. He's, he's been annoying. getting screwed. Damn it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so is everyone else getting screwed dude uh <laughs> hbk cream team in full effect here uh this is around the same time when bret hart was on an episode of the simpsons and he called uh mr burns a pencil neck geek and said his old house at old man stink okay <laughs> yes he's an episode of the simpsons Shawn michaels is here and he's not saying when he's back and vince no. is just losing his shit now that fucking hbk is back of course <laughs> and then he starts now you know how owen and bulldog were like okay you better not say anything about our loving brother brett yeah and now fucking john michaels goes out on a hot mic and he's like man if brett hart if you could make a dollar you'd sell your own mother <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's just like man brett fucking thinking he's all high and mighty that's a bunch of horse shit man you didn't come back for the fans man you came back for yourself so you can make fucking money and you know what that's the fucking truth dude we the truth commission mm-hmm. dude as dude the commandant's bringing in the truth commission and that is a fucking truth commission promo right mm-hmm. there from Shawn michaels <laughs> and then after all of it he says, oh, okay, Brad, I know you're not here, so I'm going to do a little strip tease for you. Hit my music. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm cute. <laughs> and he's fucking about to take off his clothes, but then fucking Owen and Bulldog come down, and they're like, hey, fuck you, sexy boy, boy toy. We're going to kick your ass. But before they get to the ring, Shawn Michaels gets out, grabs a padded chair. I mean, he just grabbed the closest chair he could probably see. But it's padded. Still. Doesn't feel like it's going to hurt as much as an actual steel chair. So he runs off Owen and... He also sat on it, so it was comfier that way. (laughs) And he, like, jumped off it and danced on it, too? Yeah. Because he's fucking Shawn Michaels. He's fucking charismatic and flamboyant, dude. So now we get... So are you. Yeah, yeah. Fucking flamboyant. I'm flamboyant. I'm fucking charismatic, dude. The charismatic enigma. The headbangers are here in their obituary shirts up against fucking oh Some dude. Loser fucks. Okay, no, okay, don't, don't get on me with this loser fuck shit. Okay, Freddie Joe Floyd, whatever, jobber, I don't care, whatever, he's fine. 
Barry fucking Horowitz. This is your first time you're ever seeing Barry Horowitz. I don't know. To me, he's some loser fuck. He is the Jewish superstar, dude. Some loser fuck. He was a fucking jobber, and then he beat a a pretty big name talent, like out of nowhere, just like beat him. And uh, he actually got a bit of a program where he was like the underdog guy, and he was on the main roster for a bit, and it had some... Uh, fucking storylines and shit but now he's been gone for a while and he's just a jobber again so he's here with freddie joe fucking floyd taking on the headbangers and the headbangers wipe the fucking floor with them. of course <laughs> obvious fucking squash match now we have fucking vernon white who used to be in the ufc and trained in the lion's den with ken shamrock four leaf clover four leaf clover four leaf clover over here we got ken shamrock and even I love how you mentioned Four Leaf Clover, and then when he's coming to the ring, the lights that shine in the ring are Four Leaf Clovers. Of course, of course, dude. of course. But it's an exhibition, him and fucking Vernon White. So they're going at it, and it's like a fair, like mixed martial arts fight. Like it's not a wrestling match. No, but the thing is the size difference between oh. the two guys. Oh my god. As I said, when Shamrock was coming down the ramp, dude is fucking jacked, dude. Like he yeah. is looking good, man. He takes care of his body. Probably hasn't eaten a fucking carb in twelve years. He is unreal. And he's up against I Vernon ate the White. Carbs for him. <laughs> exactly. Me too, dude. But Vernon White, although like cut in his own right, definitely not on the plateau that fucking four leaf clover is oh, on definitely here. Definitely not. So he honestly doesn't really stand a chance. But it feels like he hit Ken with a pretty stiff kick that Ken didn't like, and he got angry and he fucking took him he's down. Got a temper. He has got a bit of a temper. He's a UFC guy. He just fights. He sees red and he goes nuts, dude. He's a loose cannon, man. He's the world's most dangerous man. <laughs> the most dangerous man in the world and never committed a crime in his life. So far. He mounts Vernon White, not guard. Uh, Jim Ross said it was in the guard position, but it's actually in the mount position because I know about that shit because I used to watch UFC, unfortunately. <laughs> oh lordy uh and then he beats the shit out of him bloodies him up pretty good vader's in though do you like the possibility of a ken shamrock vader feud maybe i'll get rid of vader <laughs> well ken shamrock he's coming in he's fucking hot people are liking him vader he's like he's been there he's done a couple things but not really that much he's not vader of old he's like old vader <laughs> right so the the prospects of a vader shamrock feud what does that look like the big stinky kodak grizzly bear fucking vader up against the young fucking ufc shoot fighter fucking kick your fucking ass guy mm. Yeah, Vader's going to die. Yeah, man. And Vader's a big dude, but honestly, I don't feel like he matches up to fucking Shamrock. And yeah. they're pushing Shamrock. They're making him look real good here. They even gave him the rub with Bretton and Austin at WrestleMania with the guest ref spot. So Vader kind of jumps the gun, and he fucking is in here with Frank Stiletto, <laughs> or as you like to call... Six-inch heels. <laughs> 
you died when I said that. Oh my fucking god, dude. Vader against Frank. As soon as they said six, stiletto, I was like stiletto. six inch heels. Vader up against Frank six inch heels here. And he's not a heel. He's the face in this match. <laughs> and Vader just crushes him. He gives him two Vader bombs and then he doesn't even go for the cover. And then he fucking power bombs him and shit. Guess what? What? I'm petting Oz Paws. That's cute. Sweet. She loves me and her mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he cr- absolutely crushes fucking six inch heel here. Yeah. And mankind's got a promo post match. Of course. Right. He and he almost feels bad for what he did to the Undertaker. He fucking threw a fucking fire fireball right in the face. And he, he kind of feels some remorse. So he's got a presentation tonight about how he feels remorse. (laughs) The thing is, so this guy, he, mankind's such a dumbass. (laughs) Why? Because he thinks you can make reservations in an emergency room. (laughs) If it were that easy, I'd call, I would have called ahead before my appendectomy. Uh, hey, I need to come in for uh, my appendix is going to burst. So uh, can you reserve a spot for me? Thanks. Yeah. I don't think it works that way, man. No, definitely not. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Yeah. This is 1997, dude. <laughs> what in the 1997? Oh. Well, and then fucking... Okay. So... Stupid Sid isn't here yet. He did. He hasn't even he shown hasn't up even yet. Shown he's up. got a match against Mankind in the main event, and he's not even here. And we're like there. So the thing is, is Gorilla Motherfucker Gorilla Monsoon. Which, by the way, I was looking at him on the screen, and I was like, he looks very fucking familiar to me so i go into my special little box with pictures from my childhood or whatever my special little box with all my concert tickets and i find the pamphlet from my grandfather's funeral and there's a picture of my grandfather with a little bit more hair than gorilla bitch (laughs) but the glasses are eerily the exact same and the facial structure literally my grandfather <laughs> looks like gorilla motherfucker <laughs> so uh, Aaron's grandfather is here talking about how Sid's not at the show uh, <laughs> Aaron's grandpa here and I think we're referring to gorilla monsoon from now on as Aaron's grandfather <laughs> Granddad, it's my, my grandpa. Yeah, grandpa. Grandpa. Gra- Aaron's grandpa here. Grandpa Cosker. Grandpa Cosker. <laughs> <laughs> Sid's not here. He's no. a pussy. He's a fucking pussy, so dude. Then he's like, so if he doesn't show up, Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna fight this well, mankind. That's the thing is that like Austin interrupts fucking your grandfather. He interrupts your grandfather. <laughs> my <laughs> and he's like. Sid's not, Sid's not here because he's got a yellow streak running right down the middle of his back. He's a fucking pussy, dude. He's calling fucking Psycho Sid a pussy. So not only that, he doesn't even want to wrestle. He no, don't, he had done. already wrestled. He already wrestled. He beat the shit out of Billy Gunn in short order. 
He doesn't need to do anything else. He's getting dressed for the night. He's just out of there and going to the next town, dude. Yeah. And Krill's like, oh, shit. Well, Sid doesn't seem like he's going to show up to this main event here. So we kind of need a replacement. And we, we think it should be Stone Cold. Yeah. Right? And Stone Cold's like, I already fucking had a match, you bastard. <laughs> like, I don't want to wrestle again. And he's like, oh, wait. Hold on. Tell you what. I'll save your show if you save me. Okay. You give me fucking Bret Hart at fucking 420 mm-hmm. instead of Sid and I'll fucking wrestle mankind tonight and save your little show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brett's not going to be thrilled. And he doesn't fu- know. About and he doesn't this. know yet because he's in Cape Town. He has no idea. <laughs> he has no fucking, he has idea. No fucking clue, dude. Dumbass. Yeah, dude. Anyways. Brett doesn't know. No. So he makes it happen. So your grandfather makes the fucking <laughs> match. <laughs> fucking Austin takes Sid place not only tonight against Mankind, but also against Brett at 420. Yep. As I like to call and dub the 420 in your house pay-per-view high stakes. Oh, my God. You would. <laughs> high stakes, like ST. E-A-K-S, like the ribeyes we had tonight. Mm-hmm. Delicious. High stakes. Who's the grill master? You are. Obviously. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So mankind has, <laughs> when he talks about the reservations for emergency room, uh, mankind also mentions how he doesn't want his three-year-old daughter to be scared and, you know, He's got to take care of her and make sure she's safe. Mm-hmm. Three-year-old Noel Foley, mm-hmm. who I showed you a picture of, who is now all grown up. And how did that kid come out of Mankind's wife? Through her vagina. Through her vagina, physically. <laughs> but Mankind's not exactly the most uh, attractive person in the world. No. But you haven't seen him with his mask off yet. You showed me pictures. It was kind of meh. A couple, yeah. But I mean, at this point, what he looked like with his mask off. Not now, but like at this point in time. Thing is, jeans are a funny thing. Jeans? Jeans. Oh, genetics? Genetics. Okay. I thought you meant like actual jeans. No. Me and my sister and sister-in-law, we were talking about this. Like Kennedy and Kelly, we were talking about this. Because the show that we're watching and kind of obsessing with, there's a family and the... They're Asians, but the mom looks Korean, the son looks Japanese, and the daughter looks like Chinese. She's like mixed Asian, the son is Japanese American, and then the mom is also mixed, but more Chinese, I guess. Anyways, we were like, jeans are a funny thing, you guys. (laughs) It was a whole conversation we had. Jeans, Jeans. dude. Fucking jeans, dude. Genetics. DNA. Dioxyribonucleic acid. Yeah. So, mankind. Yeah. Smoke show Noelle Foley. Three years old at this point. Now she's all grown up. Mm. Weird, dude. (laughs) Okay. And then she dated a clown. Uh, Austin. Yeah. Weird fact. Weird fact. Noel Foley dated a clown. Weird. And not only a clown, a wrestling clown. Like a wrestling fan clown. So this is a guy that like fucking uh, went to wrestling events and dressed up as a clown. And then she dated him. But she dumped him. So it's all good. 
And his name was Frankie. Anyways. His name was Frankie, Frankie the Clown. This is way before Frankie the Clown, dude. Austin and Mankind here at the fucking main event. And yeah, dude, Owen and Bulldog watching this match very closely again. They're like, fuck you, Stone Cold. We're going to fucking tear up your shit. What are you going to do about it? And they're watching. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, they talk about how Brett's getting screwed again because he's got to face Stone Cold Steve Austin again after he just beat him at WrestleMania. They got to face him again at fucking Rochester, New York at the forum or wherever the fuck. But the thing is, they're blaming my grandfather. (laughs) But the thing is, is Stone Cold requested that. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Blame Sid. He's the one who didn't show up. He's the up one who didn't fucking show up. It's gonna happen. Probably too busy playing softball or stabbing guys with scissors. Stabbing guys with scissors? What? Yeah, dude. Fucking Sid tried to stab Ar- Arn Anderson with fucking scissors. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Shoot, brother. So they're pissed off. Yeah, of course. And it definitely is like a no holds barred bash because they're using chairs and they're low blowing each other in front of the referee. And it's just like, whatever, let's let these fucking guys fight, right? The thing is, fucking Vader comes in. Yeah. yeah and, and Owen and Bulldog come in too. They're yeah. at the top of the fucking stairs where the people yeah. actually sit. Yeah. And they're just standing there watching. Then they slowly make their way down and they're just like, okay, watch out, Stone Cold. We're going to fuck you up. Right, and Vader comes out, and Vader and Mankind start scrapping. Yeah, and Paul Bear's just losing. Oh my god, <laughs> losing his shit. His yeah. two guys are fucking fighting each other, and it's just a fucking big Donnie bro. And then Stone Cold wins because yeah. there is interference. Interference, and yeah, Vader and Mankind just start fucking going at it. Tag team, no longer. Stupid. Who knows? Whatever the hell's going on Stupid. with Vader, and Vader's like. In a feud with Shamrock now, too. So he's like, he's got a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. And we fade to black. Yeah. How was this episode? There was a lot of Bulldog and Owen, so I feel like you got to give some extra marks for that. And there was barely any Brett. You got Owen and Brett with basically without much Brett, or Owen and Bulldog without much Brett. And no nation. Hmm. There's not many episodes where we get no nation, so enjoy it while you can. 3.8. 3.8. Wow, that's a decent one. It's not your highest, but it's no. definitely a good one. My grandfather was there. <laughs> your actual grandfather no. was there. Yeah. Yeah. Peter. L- literally, I'm Peter gonna, Monsoon. I'm going to have to fi- like get that picture. Like my grandfather at that point had more hair. Is it Peter? Yeah, yeah, Peter. Yeah, I thought so. I, yeah. I read the thing. I couldn't remember exactly, but Peter. Peter Monsoon. <laughs> or Gorilla Peter. Or Pe- Gorilla Cosker. Gorilla Cosker? I don't know. Uh, Peter. Peter. Peter Monsoon. I don't know. We'll come up Whatever. with it eventually. That's a decent score. I'm okay with that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Was solid it wasn't episode. as bad as the last one. The last one pissed me off. Okay, now we have a bit of a conundrum here with the podcast, okay? Whoa. So I wanted you like me to spring things up on you, so that's what I'm doing here. And uh, we have a bit of a conundrum with the next couple episodes here. Why? And that is, is because the next episode, you know, at the end of this episode, they said next week we're in Johannesburg or Cape Town or wherever the fuck. But- They're in Johannesburg. 
in South Africa. So raw is emanating from South Africa. Unfortunately for this episode, there was a lot of uh, audio issues. Okay. And camera issues. And so most of the event doesn't even have commentary. It's just the matches. Okay. And then they kind of cut back to America where they do a couple things with guys where they didn't make the trip to South Africa. So they do a couple segments, but it's known as like one of the worst episodes of Raw just because of the actual like audio issues and all these problems that they were having with the episode. Okay. Okay. So we could quickly skim through that if you want the next episode to be the pay-per-view 420 high stakes but that means I have to skim through that shit and then watch a three-hour pay-per-view. It's not three hour, hours. It's not whatever. three hours. It's not three hours. In your houses are shorter. They're like less than two hours. You just want to torture me. <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay. Fair enough. That's mean. What? Can't we just do two episodes of One Tree Hill with that? But the thing is, is that... You know, with the fucking... Because uh, technically we're doing two episodes in one. Yeah. With one tree, or with wrestling. With the next episode. If we were to do it... The, holy shit, I'm at 5%. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we were to do it that way, where we like skim through that shit and then watch a pay-per-view. Yeah. You want to watch two episodes of One Tree Hill? Yeah. Okay. Let's even the stakes a little bit here. Mm. Okay. Make it a little more fair because okay. I'm feeling jibbed. <laughs> Why? Because at the end of season one, you just wanted to, we were cramming in two fucking full episodes of Monday Night Raw to one episode, 45 minute episode of One Tree Hill. We were doing like so many, like so many minutes, so like hours of wrestling to 45 minutes on One Tree Hill. Bitch. <laughs> fucking time to even it out. It's my turn. Can I do that? Yes. I'm, I'm down with it. I'd do it. Good. I'd do it. Next two episodes, dude. Or next episode. Two episodes of Tree Hill. How are we going to work that out? Two episodes of Tree Hill and fucking... Hang this on. We, like got, a, we got to work on some logistics. Dude, this is a mega episode because it's going to be two episodes of Tree Hill and fucking South Africa Raw and 420 in your house. Revenge of the Taker high stakes. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, brother. <laughs> Thank you for listening. There's some logistics to this because then it's like, whoa. Thank you for listening. Weird. Thank you for enjoying this podcast. Thank you for tuning in on all the streaming services including Spotify Deezer Google Podcast Amazon Podcast Apple Podcast Not Stitcher iHeartRadio and Pandora Wow I remember Pandora You weren't distracting me this time so it helped Let me go Also Instead of just, you know, what? looking it up, like if you want to just find the link, go to Linktree. Yeah, Linktree. Get at us. Instagram and TikTok at treehillwf.podcast. Please enjoy our, our funny ass. At least we think it's funny. And if we think it's funny, you probably think it's funny too. 
We're pretty funny. Some of the fucking uh, funny ass TikToks. And hey, we're getting British Bulldogs kids to fucking comment on our shit. So I think we're doing something right with it. Yeah, right? there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so please appreciate, subscribe, like, and listen to we're the podcast. We're also on threads. Yeah, we're on threads too. Are you on threads? Uh, threads. I'm not on threads yet, but. Uh, I'm on threads. Oh, I got to get on threads. Uh, fucking threads, dude. I make fun of you on threads. Oh, good. Sometimes. Fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not on there, so I can just go on. I, I'm going to get on threads, dude, and uh-huh. I'm going to shade you right back, brother. Okay. <laughs> all the streaming services, thank you for listening. We appreciate the listens. We love you all. And of course, as always, I bid you adieu. That was such a long break in between. And I say, bye, bitch.